So I think the most important thing is you want to get as much premium on the board as you possibly can. Um, yeah. I'm not going to like tell you to go, go man, like go start making more videos or go start, uh, you know, making, you know, marketing is like the first thought everybody kind of goes to. And that's what I did too. I was like, I really need to get good at marketing. Um, you really need to just start get like the name of the game is get premium on the board and in the doors of the business. Hey, hey, Jim. How's it going? Good, man. How you doing? Yeah, dude, good to see you, man. Good to see you. I don't think we've had a video chat. Yeah, I don't think we have. Dude, do you have any, like, questions, like, um, that I can answer specifically on, like, these early stages, something that uh, you're struggling with and maybe I went through that I could try to, you know, help you avoid or expedite somehow? Yeah, well, I wrote some things down. Um, kind of just a lot of the things... I've been talking to you about, um, like as far as my videos are concerned, the first one I, the first one, the introduction doesn't really count. It's just kind of a teaser saying that we're going to start a series to educate the general public. Um, I don't know if you got a chance to see my video, but I tried to make it engaging with comedy. You know, I'd like I'd go in and say, oh, you know, uh, like I drew a diagram of two cars and I have, I have like a Jeep magnet and a freaking like another, another car that's a magnet, and I have them coming at each other. The Jeep hits the other car, and the liability is that the Jeep needs to, to pay to the, you know, for the damage to the other car and any bodily injury liability. But I'll say, you know, there's potholes in the roads, and the Jeep had to, you know. But what, what do you think? Should, should you uh, stick with more of an informative um, video or work me? Yeah, yeah, great question. Um, so when I first started, I think I went, I definitely went the informative, like value driven route. I want to just bring value to people and um, explain stuff. And it honestly kind of helped me a lot too, because when you teach stuff, you're able to actually learn a little bit, um, learn a little bit more like while you're teaching it. Um, I think if you're able to teach stuff, then you're able, you, you mm. should definitely understand it yourself. So um, yeah. I think that's a good way to go because it also reinforces your knowledge. It, it shows that you're like, you know what you're talking about, giving a little tip to somebody like, Hey, you know, if you're, I think I started with like basic stuff. Like if your dog bites the mailman, like what happens, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, now looking back at it, I'm like, okay, was that the most useful or was that like the most uh, not useful, but impactful like content to make? Right realistically for you like to get more exposure which is the, like the name of the game probably not um mm -hmm. you know well, yours sounds more impactful than mine because how many people are gonna say oh you know there's a uh, an auto liability video i can watch on facebook <laughs> you know yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> it might jump past that one it's 10 minutes long <laughs> right right yeah people are like they want to get more entertainment if anything what i would do is kind of just just keep me like the name of the game is just keep making content because mm -hmm. even if it's informative or not or entertainment driven, it's kind of just documenting your process. So one day, right. two years from now, I guarantee you, man, like I promise you, you're going to look back at all the videos and you're going to be like, dude, I'm so glad I made that. Even that one that's like 
Uh, yeah. That's so embarrassing that I made that one. Um, trust me. Even this, like you'll look back at this and you're going to be like, damn, remember when I was like in my, you know, small office and I was just getting going yeah. 15 to 25, uh, you know, it's good stuff. Just keep no. listening and you'll, you'll start to test and feel. Um, but yeah, hopefully that, did that answer the question? I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like to bring a little bit of comedy into it, but mm. definitely staying informative is a good way to, you know, I agree. Re reinforce. Yeah. yeah. Comedy and value. You can't go wrong with it, you know? So mm -hmm. either well, that's how they, you, know, so you, you get people to keep watching. Yeah, totally. If you can make them laugh, people will keep watching. So yeah, that's uh, some good stuff. But then I, I did have a couple other, uh, a couple other topics I wanted to talk about. Like as far as my referral partners, I've, I've broken pretty good into dealerships. I have a lot of friends who are in that space who I can reach out to, who I can talk to. Um, the cold market for referrals, uh, going into dealerships is kind of tough if you don't have somebody on the inside. Um, but I'm, I'm actually um, expanding into New Jersey and getting my New Jersey. Um, I have my individual license. I'm working on, I'm, well, I'm actually just waiting right now, but I'm waiting on my agency license so I can start selling over there. And then I have five more dealerships that I can become affiliated with, which would be nice. Um, but as far as, as referral partners, I have one captive that I get business from and he's been great, but I'm looking for more. And it's, it's a really tough sell because a lot of them already have existing uh, relationships, you know, and, and I go in, I sell my business. I actually, I take, I have some late hours that I'll work, you know, I'll work uh, past five. So if they ever, but they don't work past five. So it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter. So I, what, what do you think the good sell is to a captive agent to be a referral partner? A good sell to the to the captive. Um, yeah, I would say for that one. Um, did you wait? What did you say you were doing now with the captives? I'm I'm engaging with them a little bit on LinkedIn. I probably should a little bit more, um, but mostly just giving a call or stopping by, uh, talking to the. Um, I, I talk to the people in the front first. I say, I'd say you know is is Joe Blow here? Can I come back and talk to him? And if he is, then fantastic. Sometimes they won't see me and then I, I get them on LinkedIn. Um, I have been I have been giving some gift cards, but I haven't been as good with that either. I have to step my game up with that. So. What, do you, what do you say to them when you get there? Like, what are you actually asking? Well, I, I introduce myself and you know, I say, hi, my name is James. Um, I, I wanted to, I wanted to have the opportunity to, to speak with, with you guys or speak with you know, whatever the name is on the sign um, about a great opportunity to, to potentially be referral partners. So I kind of, I kind of dive right in. So yeah, yeah when and that scares you, some of them. When you, when you say referral partner, that's not, there's nothing wrong with going straight for it. I mean, that's, your, you gotta be, you know, shoot for shoot your shot. You're there to uh, talk about business <laughs> and, and, you know, refer business. That's what we're here for. Uh, yeah. But you know, what I think is uh, important is to actually bring some type of value. You know, like um, if you're just like, hey man, like let's be referral partners. Um, I'm like, great man, what are you gonna, what are you gonna refer me? You know? Okay. Yeah. Who am I gonna refer you? So uh, in that situation, um, I think it's important to be like, hey, so the reason I'm here is because I'm an independent agent. I'm like down the street from you. Mm -hmm. um, I wanna introduce myself and you know, I can help you with all your difficult insurance risks, stuff that you guys can't place. 
And, you know, in return, you know, I'll send you a little gift card as a thank you, or, um, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll, you know, re-send you your clients that, you know, if they come up with any needs of stuff that you guys can write, I'll make sure to send them back to you. Um, and kind of just, I won't. yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, I was just going to jump in and say, I, I do, I do verify that I'm not going to, I'm not going to touch the home, you know, if, I, if I'll write the auto and vice versa. But I, I, I do say that I would be paying clients towards them if they, for some reason, I can't place them, um, which, which would be kind of backwards. But, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. So what I would say is like, look, um, you know, it's really important. You know, you want to try to retain as much business as you possibly can. You know, people are calling yeah. you guys here at State Farm, Farmers, Allstate, and they're, you know, you guys have to turn them away. And they're going to go to some other agent down, you know, somewhere else they're going to call it the next independent agent and that guy's going to mm-hmm. talk out everything i you know, yeah. the reason i'm here is because i want to get you know build a relationship up with you and if you can send me a couple clients and i can help you know you retain some clients or you know if you can do um this part of the business but you can't do the lesser's risk and they can do um you know the liability only i want to try to help you guys like you got to tell them like i'm trying to help you keep as many clients as you possibly can and you know grow your business and kind of like an extension i would almost present it like i'm like a little extension of your office you know uh, you know not formally but um if you need help with something i'm your i want to be your guy like what can i do to earn and you got to ask the question like what can i do to earn your business Um, right and then you know everybody's got something you know they might say like all right we want you know we want to split the commission 50 50. So you gotta be like, sorry, man, that's like a, that's a no go for me. I'm not gonna do that. Right. But you gotta ask. And you compromise. Question. Yeah, you yeah. gotta you gotta find out. They might say, you know, you gotta refer us clients too. Sorry, man, I can't do that. Like, I can write. <laughs> yeah. why, why am I gonna? Refer, no, seriously. Like, why would I refer to you? Yeah. Um, I can. So yeah, you gotta say like, what can I do to earn your business? You know, um, do you have a guy now? I would start off like, do you have an independent broker you work with now? And then they're probably going to be like, yeah, we have like two other guys. They're like my cousin. All right, man. Well, you know, you probably, you know, if you ever need a backup, let me know. Um, those ones are tough, but. Uh, yeah, well, I definitely always make sure to follow up. I don't, I don't burn any bridges at the end of the conversation. I always want them to know that if, if for some reason that guy, you know, sells his book or, or whatever happens, they do have a plan B. Um, and I do have an incentive program that I use primarily at the dealerships, but really anybody can be a part of it. I have friends, um, professional friends in my network who will refer me. They're, they're in a completely different industry. You know, yeah. they'll be a personal trainer or something, but I have them on that incentive chart. And if they, if they send me a lead and it becomes, you know, profitable, then I'll kick them back a gift card. So it doesn't matter who they are. They can be a part of the incentive program. Yeah, no, that's good stuff. I think uh, I tend to, Jim, I try to stay away from like, sending out gift cards or like some incentive constantly because because then you're going to play this game where like I'm every time going to send a gift card every single time and like you're going to get to this point where you're going to start selling a lot of policies and it's just going to be like dude like keeping track of all of it um, I would just really like reinforce the value as like when let's just say you do a welcome email this is what I like to do um, and I learned this from other like veteran agents that do this as well when you do like a welcome email like they just onboarded and they refer, They were referred to you. Um, you say like, by the way, you're so lucky to have been working with, you know, Mike from State Farm. He's one of the best State Farm agents in the business. 
just kind of reinforce that and then CC them on that email so they see it. And then they, you know, they're like, this guy, Jim, is the man, you know, like he's he's hyping us up, just kind of hype them up. Um, it really, really helps. And it kind of reestablishes that, like, you're not just here to just take their clients. You're like there to also highlight them a bit. And then um, that goes for like loan officers, realtors, not just captives, but I do it with the captives right. a lot. Um, so always like when you once you get a referral and you, you CC the person and you say like, by the way, you're so lucky to be working with Jim from Edge. He's one of the best in the business, and then they love like they love that. So, right, yeah, no, it's and that's free. Yeah, that's that's a free way to market yourself, a free way to market uh, your referral partner. So that's definitely that's a good idea. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But actually, I mean, you were you were talking about how difficult it is to. To record all of the all of the large data that you gather from, you know, trying to keep track of referral partners or even trying to keep track of what kinds of marketing uh, works the best. You know, what what kind of hit rates you're getting from different different uh, avenues. Mm-hmm. What do you think about um, you know keeping spreadsheets on on everything? You know, what because I I'm keeping spreadsheets on certain things like marketing, for instance. Um, you know, how, how often I'm engaging with a referral partner, how often I'm engaging with a client. I use easy links for, for the client stuff, um, but I, I do keep spreadsheets for a lot of the other stuff. So what, what, do you, what are your thoughts on that, keeping data? I mean, yeah, data is, uh, I love data. <laughs> yeah. Um, keeping track of like referral partners, the amount of times you engage with them on a regular basis. Um, I mean, so as far as, customer and potential client data, like prospecting data, that's where that's where the money's to be made, you know? So um, keeping track of every single lead that comes in is first and foremost. And, and the way I like to split it up is first name, last name, email, phone number. Um, there's a lot of stuff you can do with that. And there's even some automation systems that I could tell you about um, that are gonna be very, very powerful um, long-term. Mm-hmm. So this is a long-term game. You want to keep that, you know, they already know who you are. You already quoted them, but they didn't go through. You hit them up every single year until they buy from you. Um, right. That's as far as prospecting. Uh, so every lead you get, track it in some Excel sheet or, you know, management system where you can pull a CSV file. Um, so there's that. Then mm-hmm. obviously customer data in your easy links, um, super, super important. You need, you need that. For customer client, you know, management. Right. Keep, you know, um, and then on t- and then so when it comes. Yeah, to- I, I keep a lot of notes in there. Yeah, that's great. No, the, keep that up. That's important. Um, for for referral partners, I would say it's kind of the same as almost prospects. You want to keep all your referral partners together. Um, that way, you can kind of track, uh, and I do that through Excel typically. I just like Excel. I'm like old school. I don't know if it's a, there might be some better management systems or CRMs. Um, Right. I use Excel and I just keep them all there. Like I said, first name, last name, email, notes. um, And then. Excel, Excel is great because it transitions to other software, you know, where, where other software like, like HubSpot or, you know, some, something like that may not translate back to Excel as smoothly. So keeping all your information there, you know, you can email, you can do whatever you want with it. 
Right. Great. Was there any specific question about like what to do with the data or like just tracking? No, it was really just um, what kinds of data you like to keep because keeping it all can be kind of stressful mm -hmm. unless you have an outside company that, that will track your data, which can be expensive. But keeping it yourself, you know, there's, I, I'd, I'd really just like to keep a few important mm -hmm. um, spreadsheets of data. I don't want to, you know, track every time I, I get up to go to the bathroom. You know, it's, <laughs> I, don't, I don't need everything, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, as far as, uh, there is important data. I mean, the most important thing is, uh, there's, there's so many different ways that I've done it, but um, those three main things, customers, yeah. prospects, referral partners. Um, and then as far as within the data, within those three main, like those are pillars of things that you need, of data right. within those, like for example, leads and prospects and coming in, um, on also in Excel, I'm like point of contact, like how did they come in? LinkedIn, I put like, and I code it. Um, this is kind of just where you like sort, you know, data. Uh, I code it, yeah. say, you know, whether it was, whether it was through Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, and these are also in, in CRM, but I like to do it manually so that I could see this was from, you know, a referral partner, or this was from Jeff, the referral mm -hmm. partner down the street. So then I can, I actually, use bar graphs after that to show who has referred the most or like, where did all my customers come from? Uh, yeah, make it a visual. Yeah, you could go and buy some software. Um, I'm sure they do this, but I just do it myself. Um, yeah. But yeah, you just see, you know, Jeff from State Farm, he's referred me 10 deals this month. He's my number one referral partner. Um, Gotta send him something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, this guy is killing it. Like I should probably call him up, bring him donuts to his office and like talk to his team. Um, and then also you see the ones that are low and you're like, what's going on with these people? Why are they, yeah. you know, normally they're referring 10, all of a sudden now they're at zero, they're, they're probably missing me, you know? So um, I should probably buy them some donuts too, you know? <laughs> Give them a call, you know? Um, yeah, and you gotta get in there. Like it's, uh, the other day I went over to my buddy, is, he's now my, he's like one of my friends now, um, Jeff from State yeah. I don't know if you saw that video where I interviewed him. Uh, yeah, I actually did, yeah. Good guy. Um, he's become my friend. And I went in there and I talked to his whole team, brought them, you know, donuts. And he even told me, like, look, dude, like that's that's really what is important. It's not just me, like I'm the agency owner, but my whole team, they're writing stuff and they're doing, you know, 10 to 20 deals a month too. Um, and they're losing yeah. people left and right. And they they're, you know, I don't know what they're doing. He's just the agency owner. So talking to the team too, the person up front when you go in there and you introduce yourself, when you give them the cards. Um, there are people you need to be, you know, kind of nurturing those relationships too. So there's a, but they're the ones selling. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I would just keep track of all of it. And then uh, mainly through prospects that are coming in where they came from, you know, LinkedIn, um, current client and client referral. Um, I have a whole, like, I can give you, I can just show you this data the way I do it, but um, yeah. Yeah, that's the main thing. I would say that's probably the most valuable long-term. As far as data is concerned. Yeah, for sure. Now, do you, do you, this is just like a sidebar on that, but do you take that data and that information and use it for mass emails or, or every door direct mail? Like, do you take that and you say, you know, I was able to, I was able to capture these clients using this marketing method or, 
or you could even reward your current book um, in a retention uh, viewpoint. And you can say, I, I was able to cross sell these people. Maybe I should send them an email and you keep that list and you, and you, and you get all the people that you cross sold for that month and you send something out or, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like um, as far as mass emailing, yes, we do a lot of that. Uh, as far as like keeping track of who did some cross-selling for, not not really. Like we won't we won't like go and thank them for buying a new policy. If anything, we're doing them a service. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a it's a good idea, but um, we're doing them a service by asking them the questions like, "Hey, man, like I noticed you have two thousand five hundred. You don't have home. Um, where's the home at? Let's bundle it together. We just saved you two hundred bucks." Now, right. on top of that, the convenience of keeping it all in one place, we're kind of doing you a favor, even though we're getting a new policy, but um, we're doing the right thing for the client. So we don't really like reward that, but um, as far as the mass emailing, yes. Like if you can get your hands, Jim, like on some type of list or some type of data prospect yeah. list, if you go to like Quote Wizard or some of these other lead generation sites where you can buy lists of leads, um, and then you can plug it into some type of automated email blasting software or texting software where you're not sitting there mm. typing out these emails all day like a crazy person. Um, yeah. Pressing one button and it's going out to 4,000 people. Dude, it's a numbers game. Like we're playing a numbers game out here. Um, so, and I've, I've watched some of the bigger agencies and bigger guys that are doing well. They're using these tools and they're doing it at scale. Yeah. They're not just sitting there like cranking out emails and calls all day. They're auto calling people, dialers. They're using, um, the only thing you got to be careful with is like where you're getting those lists. Uh, you don't want to be called like in trouble with any compliance things. So yeah, that's why I say like, that's why I emphasize so many times, like collect data, like collect this because you can keep yeah. them up and you can blast them. And there's just so many powerful tools. So yeah you know keeping keeping anybody you didn't write but then the the big thing uh, like organically mm -hmm. trying to grow through social media what do, what do you think about that like reaching out and, and making your own group like say you have some kind of hobby you make a group and you know you engage with people about that particular topic not necessarily insurance right away but then you, you know the group starts to gain some traction then you hit them with a couple ads and you know see where it goes from there what do you think about that? No, that's a, that's also a great thing. I've done I've done several things like that too. Like I, I think I run like three groups on Facebook, of uh, like one of them is a like specifically for my area. It's called the South Bay Young Professionals. Um, so like in my area, it's called the South Bay, uh, and yeah. there's probably like three or four hundred people from high school and college and like just people I know in the area that are kind of doing stuff professionally, and I put them all in a group of like basically my connections um, and other people start to jump in. They add their friends and whatever. Um, it's a good place. It's just a, it's a virtual networking group. So networking is huge. So yes, the answer to the question is just do it. Yeah. Um, if it's like, for example, classic car like group, you know, of, you know, Pennsylvania, I don't know, like, I, I don't know what, uh, what you have in mind specifically, but dude, just do it. I would just do it and just add as many people and then make it look professional and um, give them reasons to talk. And then, yeah, like you said, once once they see that you're also the one in charge of the page, you're kind of like 
you're the host of the party. So everybody kind of wants to know the host of the party. Uh, it's weird, like, for example, this, what I'm doing right now, like this, I'm the host of the party. You know what I mean? Like it's going on my channel. And I'll give you this too, you can use it too. But um, the point is that you want to be like the host. Even if you're not doing all the talking, um, your people, you know, it's like high school when you throw parties. Um, it's funny because Gary Vee, I don't know if you follow Gary Vee, but he talks about this. He talks about, he's like the high school kid that threw the parties, like even if he was like the lame kid or like the nerdy kid or somebody, and he threw the party, everybody wanted to like, everybody knew who he was and everybody like wanted to talk to him too. So um, attention, the name of the game is attention and like getting more eyes on you um, and getting your name out there because if people don't know who you are at, or Edge Insurance, if they don't know who Edge Insurance is, um, then they'll never get a quote and they'll never buy. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, actually, that's funny that you bring that up. Um, like knowing who, who I am as an individual versus knowing what edge insurance agency is as an entity. You know, I've, I've spoken with, with a lot of people who, who are marketing on social media for their own industry. Um, and, and they say that typically on average, it's more important to advertise yourself versus advertising, you know, your agency. What do you think about that? Yeah, that's a big, that's something I thought about too, as far as like personal and business brand, like, those two things I believe need to be separated. Um, so the business brand is his own thing, edge insurance. And then, you know, Jim, you need to have your own personal brand. Hence like the thing with Chris mm -hmm. insurance guy. Um, that's my personal brand. If you ever decide one day you're like, Hey, I'm over insurance. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, you can't really take edge insurance unless you turned it into like edge real estate or something, but you could still take, Jim, you know, like my personal brand, um, or Chris, the insurance guy. Like I could be Chris, you know, the real estate guy. I could just move it. Yeah. Um, you could go nuts and be Chris the Chris the tree guy or Chris the plumber. <laughs> yeah, you know? I could do whatever I want. Yeah. Build up that personal brand. Uh, yeah. I think it's really really important to build both. Like you can't just do one. Um, mm -hmm. So, because then if you want to scale the business, you want to have some credibility behind that name too. So. Um, yeah, I definitely think do both. Uh, if there's one that's working better than the other, kind of, you know, dive into that one because early on, you really don't want to like spread yourself too thin either. Um, mm -hmm. I would say probably I would build up your personal a little bit, do them simultaneously. And then whichever one you're feeling that's getting more traction, kind of feed that one mm -hmm. a little bit more maybe. And then um, once you start start to get you know get the attention, you can kind of cross pollinate into the other one, um, even other platforms. Like let's just say you really start blowing up on Instagram or really start blowing up on YouTube or LinkedIn or whatever. You start to say, hey guys, like here's my YouTube channel. Hey, here's my Instagram. You kind of start leading them towards the other ones, and then you're just everywhere. And then you're omnipresent, and then they'll never stop thinking about you. And then every time they think about right. you, they think of you, and then. The business grows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Comes with time. <laughs> That's what I'm. Yeah. 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 That's the name of the game right now. For sure. But, yeah. But as far as I mean, I right now I am I'm mainly marketing geared because it's very early, getting the brand out. You know, I'm getting my own personal brand out. What you know, I I don't want to take up too much of your time here, but what other. Um, what other avenues do you think I should be focusing on early on? 
you know, besides marketing, I mean, I have, I have admin down relatively easily, but I don't have employees yet. And I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking it may not be for another year or so until I build enough revenue to, you know, to take someone on depending on who, you know, if they are, if they're already licensed, if it's somebody I have to train, you know, so yeah. what, what do you think? So I think the most important thing is you want to get as much premium on the board as you possibly can. Um, yeah. I'm not going to like tell you to go, go man, like go start making more videos or go start, uh, you know, making, you know, marketing is like the first thought everybody kind of goes to. And that's what I did too. I was like, I really need to get good at marketing. Um, you really need to just start get like the name of the game is get premium on the board and in the doors of the business. That's going to start, you know, once the revenue starts to flow, your doors are going to open up a lot. So um, go after bigger policies is what I would say. Uh, start targeting, you know, businesses and like commercial accounts, um, 10, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not sorry, five figures, six figures, um, 10,000, 100,000, like go for the bigger stuff. See if you can get something like that to stick. Um, that's what's going to start moving the business a lot, a lot faster. Um, I would start going and shooting more shots. Like your activity levels really need to start to pick up. Like, um, if you're, you know, quoting like three, four times, I would start quoting, trying to get 10 quotes a day. Um, yeah. just talking to more people, you know, squeezing every minute of the day that you possibly can using those email lists, trying to get some more activity flowing through automation. Um, email blasting, um, text blasting, if, if you can do it with compliance. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would just really kind of like chop your day up a little bit more and kind of more uh, narrow down and focused on um, so that you kind of lay out more activity levels. Like I would start your day with like 20 calls, like just before you even do anything, just start with 20 calls right away. Um, just so that you can get those under like under your belt throughout just to start the day. You're like, okay, I already started with 20 calls. Everything from here is already kind of now, you know, flowing. Also, I would look into possibly buying some leads to keep more activity up. I don't know if are you buying any leads right now. Um, I haven't bought any leads yet. I, I was really focusing more on, um, yeah. on referral partners, but is that, a, is that something that you, you would practice in your early days? Yeah, I didn't do that my, myself so much early on, but now looking back at it, if I could afford it, um, depending right. on where your revenue is at right now, it also yeah. just kind of helps you build up more leads and more you know, data. Um, like a, I, would, I would suggest possibly doing like a live transfer a day, like one live transfer per day. Um, they can get a little expensive, so you got to really shop around and see which ones have the best rates. I think you can get like yeah. auto ones. Um, on some places for like 15 to 20 bucks a transfer if you get a good deal. Mm -hmm. um, that just gives you an opportunity. Just every day it gives you at least one opportunity to close another deal. Um, just get as much as you can early on because it just compounds. So next year you're going to be like, thank God in February I crushed it because now I can not relax, but like it gives me a little more flexibility to you know, target some bigger commercial accounts or focus or kind of roll the dice a little bit. Um, yeah, just really try to get some- Trying to freeze up that revenue for marketing. Exactly. Yeah, just really try to get, I know, I wish I had like a better answer for you, but get more premium 
on the books, in the door. Um, and by doing that, I would just increase activity levels. Like your activity levels, call, talk to more business owners, like get in, get in front of commercial accounts, like bigger commercial accounts. Um, talk to more loan officers, talk to more realtors. Set up like your first 10 minutes, 20 minutes of the day, like just doing 10, 20 calls. Um, <clears throat> get a list, start blasting some lists. Uh, LinkedIn, just start, you know, nurturing the relationships. You know, that's that's the kind of, I would just say, increase activity levels on all aspects of the flow of leads that you're getting now. If there's, if it's dealerships mm -hmm. that are really doing well for you, go and talk to 10 dealerships tomorrow morning. Um, it's going to pay off long-term. Like the more you do early on, the more it'll pay off long-term. So those are my thoughts. Right. And then you can go after what works. You know, once you have that revenue through the door and you can explore better ways to go after what works. Right. So like. You know, if, if dealerships are, are doing great, maybe I, you know, I go out and I throw them a pizza party now instead of, you know, <laughs> instead of just giving them a gift card. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, it wouldn't hurt to do that now. Um, it's worth, yeah. worth it's not, yeah, it's not that. Test out a lot of stuff. I think um, if you watch that video with, with Jeff from State Farm, he's, he said, like, just test, testing stuff early on and finding out what's working for me here might not work so well for you where you're, you know, where you're at. So yeah. um, find out what works and just test. That's why activity levels are very important early on to find that out. Um, just maximize your day. Like the moment you start working, everybody kind of starts to think like, I need to work more hours. I need to work more hours. But realistically, you just need to throw in an extra 15 minute Zoom call with somebody and just kind of like, yeah. you know, fill in those little gaps where you're like, would be looking at your phone and looking at Instagram or something, some nonsense. Um, mm -hmm. those gaps and stuff to keep you busy and keep you active. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, I got a full paper, so <laughs> you know. yeah. When he was Jim, I got, I got, I got to hop off. I got another call here, man. But um, dude, I'm right. doing this too. I'm glad to see you're kind of, dude. It's honestly, it's great. I think I remember when you actually told me the name. You're like, I think I'm gonna call it Edge, and uh, yeah. You made it happen. <laughs> Dude, well, I tell you, we're going to, we'll meet in the middle of the country. You know, remember, get more states going out that way. <laughs> Dude, that's right. Yeah. I'll meet you in, uh, let me think, maybe like Arkansas. <laughs> right. I don't know if I, you can have Arkansas. I, <laughs> yeah. Maybe New Mexico. <laughs> oh, well, well th yeah, thank you for, uh, throwing me the bone for the, the $20 consulting. No worries, man. No worries. Anytime, Jim. I appreciate you uh, being one of the first guys to reach out to. So um, yeah, man, let me know if anything comes up. I'm happy to help out. And it's, dude, I'm excited to see, I think in the next couple of years, yeah, I think you'll be bigger than me for sure. Um, oh, we'll see. I mean, I, yeah, we'll see. We'll keep it going and, and we'll do a collaboration if I do get that big. <laughs> you know? All right, I'm to that. I got it on record. All right, man. All right, Jim. Good stuff, man. We'll see you soon. Yeah, thanks. We'll talk, talk to you later. later. All right, we'll see you. Thanks, man.